What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. <laughs> this is not, not their podcast. Lit by our, our damn selves. 32. 232. Yep. Yeah. Just getting up. You've slept all through Sunday. Hopefully you fell back. You know, clocks go back. Didn't they say that they were um mm-hmm. canceling um Central, they say it was going to be permanent daylight. I thought, or did I imagine? I thought the government voted on that. I guess they didn't make it all the way through. Like, yes, the president never signed this. Shit. I thought maybe they it happened said after, something. Maybe it happened during it. Trump and shit, and then Biden just forgot he is old. Like, he might have just forgot to sign the shit. I don't know. <laughs> it could have been that. I don't know. But I do remember them. Did they say we're going to have permanent daylight? remember. I remember that happening. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. like the um Congress votes um to permanently stay on daylight. But it was that oh yeah, like daylight saving is when you go forward. Right. Daylight saving is just like when you move the clocks. Now daylight saving is from um was it February April, April until now is like November, yeah, April to November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now when you when you go back, that's standard time. That's yeah. the standard time, yeah. People think daylight, they think it's like, yeah, we on daylight saving. Now we're coming out of daylight saving. Like, we come out of daylight yeah, saving. Daylight yeah. saving time ends. It says ends it. Right, yeah. right. So that's what, mm-hmm. yeah, you're coming out. Just the way that the easier to remember is like, when do you have more daylight when it's warm out? That's the easy Exactly. Way. Yeah, that's for those that are like in doubt. Yeah, daylight saving is when you have more daylight and that's in when it's mm-hmm. warm out. So think about what savings is. You have less daylight. Yeah, think about what savings is. Like when you put money in a savings account, you're saving money. You're putting mm-hmm. money in. So you want to put more daylight in. So if you, you think about it like that, yeah, with the long yeah. more, yeah. And then when it's cold out, you have shorter days, you have less daylight. So yeah. Oh, so. I know it's that uh, my kids when I was taking them to school, they're like, Mommy, it's still dark. I'm like, yeah, I said, it's gonna be dark. I said, because we're, we're in these winter now. months. <laughs> we're going winter now, <laughs> almost. Like it's gonna be dark in the morning. We go to school, baby. It's just gonna be dark outside. Definitely feel good about that extra hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I was happy about that. Um, it didn't stay permanent because you got that extra <laughs> hour. Yeah. So feeling all you know you get older when you look for it, like, yes, an extra hour of sleep. Yes. Whereas back in the day, like I'd be like, extra hour, we could be, yeah, we extra hour to party, yeah. We stand out an extra hour. (laughs) That's what it was like back in the day, yeah. I've been in the club on daylight savings. I uh, went in there. I've been in the club. I've been, oh, I know you have. I've been in the club on some of those nights, yeah. The DJ be like, yeah, we got an extra hour to party, so we ain't closed for another hour. But you look at your watch, you're like, okay, like 158, 159. And one o'clock. And you start partying. And- now you look forward to that extra hour of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey. I'm, ready. I'm ready to get into this. Um, Let's start yes. doing some tragic stuff. I don't want to start on a bad note and shit. So we're going to start. <sighs> um, Have you checked out um the Drink Champs episode with Mr. Kanye West? Or I should say with Ye. He legally changed his name with to Mr. Ye. Yeah, he's Ye. I have not checked it out, but I've Kanye seen West. some now blurbs. Yes. Now he's Ye. Yeah, he's. Um, I've seen some blurbs, but not the whole uh, interview. I've seen I some blurbs. The whole thing earlier today. As what was we, it like two hours or something? About two hours. <laughs> two, something like that. Because Kanye, you put a mic in front of him. He's just yeah. I, Kanye. I said it before. I say it again. Anytime you put a mic in front of that dude, it's always fascinating. Like Kanye, um, mm-hmm. I'm putting it out there. I'm manifest this shit. Kanye is gonna appear on this podcast. <laughs> that's what. That's one of my bucket lists. I want to sit down and interview Kanye. Because <laughs> like I've had friends that interviewed him. Shout out Ferris. Shout out Kendra. Leon. We're gonna put it out there. Yeah, I got friends that have had a sit down. Like, a, and when I say sit, I you mean from the shy. Come on, mm-hmm. you from the shy. Say you like the South Shore Drive. We know we ride past there. We know where that is. Like we ride past. We know. I know where the Donda House is. Yeah. Whether, whether it's TMZ from a few years back, <laughs> whether it's a sit down with Charlemagne. Maybe it's a choice. When Charlemagne went out to Wyoming, that was a good one. Um, like I said, when mm-hmm. yeah, Leon and um Kyle and Kendra, when he cried with Kendra, that was a good one. When, when he was, was running for the presidency and he talked about the uh, abortion, yeah. it was like, yeah. huh? 
what? <laughs> like, wait, what? We sat down with Ferris. <laughs> he talked about how Chicago treated him. It's, like, it's, like, yeah. it's always fascinating. Whether Or even yeah. going back in the day when he sat down with how you ain't got the answer, Sway, how Sway, when he sat down <laughs> with Sway. Remember that? How Sway? Like, he went off. <laughs> he stole his footage from when they punched him on MTV when Ashton punked him. And then he oh, took God. it. This is my film. I paid for it. He was right down the street with his film. This is my film. I paid for it. Bit. Like the, the, the ones that went wrong are, um, are Kanye and Shaq. They actually had Shaq? to. <laughs> Shaq tried to kill a motherfucker too. Shaq was going to beat the brakes off his guy. That guy. Like, it was a joke. Shaq was going to beat the brakes off that dude. That's the two punks that went wrong. <laughs> Even his wife was like, baby. Shawty was like, baby, wait. Shawty was like, wait, wait. Baby. She was trying to catch him. But guess what I did? But, I Kanye. I don't know if you can see that, but probably not. Yeah, you kind of see it's a lot of notes. I took on that. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I took a lot prepared. of notes. I was a student today. Yeah. So I was in the <laughs> car listening and I was like, we definitely got to talk about drink champs. Because Kanye is one of these people where you know it's never going to be a 10 minute thing. Kanye's going to talk for like three hours and 45 seconds. Last year when he sat down with Joe Rogan. That's another good one. Yeah. The Joe he's Rogan. Talk. Yeah. I think that was like three hours when he talked. It was a three like, he's going to talk for three hours and 45 seconds. That's what he's he going to do. I think him and Rogan talked for like three hours, I want to say. <laughs> Something like that. But it's always fascinating whenever Kanye is in front of a microphone. First fascinating thing he said right after he said <laughs> um. Technically, he said he has no house. Technically, he's homeless right now. Because, like, yeah. Uh, you remember the settlement? Like, because the Calabasas house, he gave, the Kim got that. Kim and the kids got that. His half out of it. It was like, I forgot how many. It was a lot. Like, 20-some million, whatever it was. Like They're both billionaires because Kim gave, is a billionaire now. She gave him over $20 million to buy him out, basically, yeah. Yeah, they're both billionaires, so they have money. Yeah, but yeah, but he does. He has land, but no house. Because he so still owns all the land in Wyoming that he got. But he's mm-hmm. like... His goal eventually, he says, is um to um to be bigger than money, like you know Kanye. He's always on some shit like that. I like oh. to build build relationships so you don't need money because you get to a certain level. It's like people are like, oh no, your money's no good. It's like yeah, oh like, you need a room? Like come on, yeah, come stay. Yeah, we give okay. you okay. I mean that's, that's not that's see, Kanye is always thinking ahead. That's that's yeah, that's not. Uh, I was like, damn, a, uh, damn a Bitcoin, damn a cryptocurrency. This is yeah. what I'm trying to do, right? He's like, he's like, I build relationships. You know, let me read what exactly. Let me put what I said. I build, I, I build relationships, not money. It's like he's on that, yeah. So basically, though, your money's no good because it is when you get to a certain level. Like, shout out yeah. um, Byron Bowie sold me that back in the day. <laughs> you know that name. They don't know who the hell he is, but yeah. That's like Chicago who? OG sold me back that, yeah. He's like, he's, he's yeah. like, you don't pay for nothing, yeah. This when, I was, for nada. when I was new to entertainment at the time, I was a wannabe musician at the time. Yeah, trying to get my foot in the door. He was like, I don't Oh, yeah, it is right. Yeah, because you had your band, you had your uh, jazz yeah. quintet at that yeah. time. You had your quintet. Yeah. Me and Craig Robertson's <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah. I was like Craig Robertson's <laughs> brother. That's going, that's going in my book, that whole that, that whole era. Yeah. Shout out Chris. <laughs> Shout out Chris. That's the homie right there. <laughs> But um, yeah, back in the day is uh, about yeah, but Kanye will say yeah, he wants to be on that level. Yeah, I'm talking about Byron Bowie. I'm all over the place now. Like listening to Kanye, I start talking like him. There you go, because Kanye do be all. You got a real Kanye, Kanye experience. Got him back in. It's a Kanye experience. <laughs> but he's like, you just get to a certain level. It's like yeah, if you want to go um, you want to go to a concert, it'd be like okay, I'm, I give you, I get you tickets. Yeah. You need a room, I got you. Yeah, like whatever you need. It's like you go to a bar, like, okay. yeah, it's on us. Yeah, like Kanye is on that mindset. He's like, where well, money is like your money is no good. Like, I'm trying okay. to get- I can I can do that. I can do that. Okay. As far as those I'm feeling that so far. I'm feeling it. As far mm-hmm. as one of those wondering about vaccines, he says he's half vaxxed. That means he got one shot, he never got back for a second. So he says, So I'm half vaxxed. Yeah. So that's where he is right now, as far as the vaccines. He got his first shot. And I guess he just didn't have time to go back for a second one or whatever. He's Kanye. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, hey, he's Kanye. Of course, the big question, they asked him, like, would he do a versus? He said, absolutely. There's really only two names that um he could battle. Like, you probably can guess them. Like, I guessed him easily. He has really only two names. Diddy. Huh? Diddy. Um, Diddy maybe on the um production side because Kanye could do he could do the uh, he said that, I forgot to mention that you kind of said he could do a whole like he said after you got y'all gotta have me on the show about four times because I do a production. I said the production side, Diddy. Well, on the rap Diddy side, yeah, on the rap side, Jay Z. 
Daisy and Drake. Drake, Drake. Okay, yeah. I was like Jay Z and who? Yeah, Jay Z. That's the only one. He and he really said Drake. He said he wouldn't battle Jay because uh, like Jay is like that's his brother. That's his brother. His brother, basically. That's his brother. Yeah. So really, like like some Cain and Abel type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's like, we do a verse that Drake is the one he definitely, <laughs> and that would be a, probably the best verses of all time. Like, I'll definitely be watching that one. Have <laughs> Jay and Drake when I mean, if, if Yay and Drake went at it, that would be Yay a, and Drake. Yeah. Drake. <laughs> like I said, production style. I say Diddy. Like I said, because I was thinking of production style. I'm like, I say Diddy for production. He calls Diddy his twin or whatever he said. I actually, yeah, because they kind of mirror each other. They both um people like fuck with him about being like. Metrosexual type, yeah, like, it's like, yeah, so he's saying, <laughs> like on that, yeah, like he says, like that's like his um, the, 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 and and not be afraid, they were known to have a baddie on them because yeah. Diddy always had a baddie, he always had a baddie with him, he always did, yeah, from mm-hmm. Ken, rest in peace, all the way up to Cassie, he always had a baddie, Diddy always had a bad one with him, and, always, and yay, whether it's Kim, whether it's Amber, rules is like he always has, he always had a baddie. Even his fiance, Alexis Fiber, his first fiance. A little bit about her, and I forgot, but he yeah. mentioned um his Chicago days with her. Um, yeah. He did give Drake his pro- his props. He said Drake added to the algorithm of hip hop. He said before Drake came along, um, he said Drake was like the first sophisticated rapper, is what he called it, because Drake doesn't. <laughs> which is what a lot of like a lot of my dudes like my age, whatever they say, like he Drake is corny, you're like soft and that kind of. Drake is like, well, not be. A- He's Hope we don't make it. Drake is Canadian. He is Canadian, so maybe there's that. Canadians move a little different than Americans. They move a little different. So, mm-hmm. and he was on Degrassi. So, I mean, he moves a little different than other dudes. I mean, mm-hmm. he does. Like you could tell, Drake didn't like grow up in the projects and sell drugs. You could tell he didn't. You said that he Drake just, added to the. He culture. just did, you know. He does consider Drake one of the greatest of all time because of that. He said because he actually added. <laughs> And you do got to give mm-hmm. somebody their props. It's like if some, if something was going a certain way, and then you come in, and then it changes, it changes course. Like which Drake mm-hmm. did, he's like the first sophisticated rapper. Like hence, like hence why NWA made a mark because they made a gangster. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones to do that gangster rap. They were the first ones to do that and to pioneer that. So they came straight out Compton, crazy motherfucker, and they came out like that. Another, yeah. <laughs> another nice little nugget he talked about with um he says um his favorite rapper of all time is Nas, but Jay-Z <laughs> won that battle though. But yeah, here's, <laughs> here's why Jay won because um he said because Jay was able to adapt. He said, and I guess Jay was probably biased because the Chicago thing, because like because Jay can do the Chicago stuff. He said, like on um on is that your chick? Yeah. Don't get mad at yeah. me. I don't love him. Come on, come on. He was like, and then even that. on um, Nas uh, can't do that. So like, yeah, Jay was like, what? Jigga who? He was doing it on Jigga what? Yeah. He was rapping on Jigga what? Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, all right. Jay. Definitely mentioned yeah, that. That's a chick. That be best. Could probably be big for that. Jay Z. She was all on my dick. Like he was like doing the Chicago. Uh-huh. Yeah, Nas could never do that. Adapt to that. Shit. So that's why Jay won. Yeah, yeah because uh-huh. like, Nas couldn't adapt to that. But he said, um. With Jay, like, um, I guess he said in so many words, but not actually, like, when Jay started, I guess, falling off, probably, was when he put out the death of Auto-Tune, yeah. And because Auto-Tune never died. It's like, yeah, but Jay did put out death of Auto-Tune, but... I remember that. That was like... Yeah, after that, yeah. That was, like, 2009, because I remember they played it at my reunion. It was, like, 2009 when death of Auto-Tune was out, yeah. I remember that. Auto-Tune got even bigger. Then you had, like, Future and, like, guys like that, like... The mumble... Then the mumble rap became a thing. (laughs) Feeling auto tune, he really didn't. It really just and even R and B singers do that. All stuff that's how all music sounds now. It all sounds like that now to me. So it didn't kill auto tune. So I mean, he he has a valid point with that. Has a valid point. Um, Kim is. Still his wife, technically. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the blur about her is that Cam is still my wife. We didn't sign anything yet. Yeah. He said, I never seen no papers. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. And I have to give Kanye this because sometimes Kanye, I feel like he dips into um 
the Calabasas talks about somebody. He's like, hi, I'm Kanye. And he sometimes talks like that. I'm going to say it. He was a real nigga on Drink Champs. (laughs) Drinks, I mean, drinks. And he's singing with Rory and like, yeah, with like, yeah. He probably had some Hennessy in the cup. I mean, (laughs) it was some dark liquor in that cup. (laughs) Because when I heard he was like, yeah, I ain't seen no papers. Like the way he said, I was like, I ain't seen no papers. I ain't seen no papers. The way he said, I ain't seen no papers. Sounded straight up like some side of dudes on 79. And he said, You got to give her her props as well, too, for like changing culture. He said, His wife, he said, Kim, um, changed um, beauty standards for white girls, which she did. He said, When he said white girls went from um, having no ass to now like getting their asses done, it's like, Yeah, Kim kind of contributed to that. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I, I said, I can see that. Yeah. She mm-hmm. made the big booty popular with the white girls. I definitely can see that. Mm-hmm. She popped the up. uh what's it called? The BBL Brazilian butt lift. That's what the yeah. girls are getting now, the BBLs here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um to futures, I mentioned them said the most influential rapper of the last <laughs> decade. I was like, okay, that's um interesting. I guess because future, like he did start, he kind of popularized the mumble rap thing. So so he, he he kind of popularized that. He gave Soldier Boy props for being influential as well. So, um, what's what's the guy that started the whole Drake? I'm gonna say Soldier Boy. Uh, he was he was um like it was like he's a modern day Little Richard to me. <laughs> and I was, and I'm gonna go on a limb here. It wouldn't be no TikTok challenges if it wasn't Soldier Boy. I did go. Soldier Boy started the fucking challenge. Yeah, <laughs> he, you started. know he started the TikTok challenge before. Like crank that was the first uh, TikTok challenge before TikTok. It was. <laughs> here's one. Okay, hurt, so. here's, here's one that hurt my feelings because of a story. I like oh, Kanye all the time when I met him oh, way Lord. back when. He said he um didn't really like the song "Touch the Sky." <laughs> so so technically, I said Kanye took a shot at me in this interview because <laughs> remember I told him how dope the song was. <laughs> he said he didn't really because I guess he liked more of his um. Lyrical stuff that was more of a banger. That one, but yeah, because I like the horns. He didn't like that. He didn't like Gold Digger. He really didn't like the party record, mm-hmm. so to speak. But he mentioned. And then I know why you liked it. Like, I was like, I remember telling him I like because like it's. I tell the story again. I've told this a thousand times. I'll tell the story again. When Kanye, he was um at the um at the Crawford at Power Ninety Two Studios, and we were listening to the um. Late registration album. Late registration album. Mm-hmm. Before it came out, it's like a week before it released. So we heard the album before it was even out. Mm-hmm. He was previewing it for us in the studio. And then we were liking that Gold Digger was already out, biggest banger. Was already banging, radio, yeah. Banger mm-hmm. on the radio. He was like, the next single was going to be Heard Him Say. Heard Him Say, Adam Levine. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say the Maroon 5 guy, but yeah. Adam Levine. Yeah. You know, I like Maroon 5. You know, I like them. And everybody <laughs> else in the room, like, they all like, because people are yes men, especially in our city, <laughs> call it. They're like, oh, okay, that's what's up. I was like, it's all right. <laughs> they all like, at me I like, might touch this guy. <laughs> it looked at me like, like that. <laughs> and I was like, like fire in church. <laughs> you know? and I was like, I like touch this guy much better than hers. Yeah. <laughs> and the only one that didn't look at me in the room was yay. Like all of my coworkers. Of course, the producer, I mean, y'all know the super producer. I don't want us, but y'all know who the super producer is. She looked at me, um, the um record rev evil eyed me like, like, like at me. but um Kanye was the only one just like okay. <laughs> and Touch the Sky became a single, but and a couple of things that I know you like yeah, about Touch like so. You like the horns and you like Lupe because Lupe, that was like another Chicago connection because you had Lupe. And I like Lupe's verse. Guess who's on? Guess who's on third? Whatever he said, who's on third? Yeah, I like the way he came in with his verse. On the third verse, that's why he said yes. Who's on third? Who's on? Yeah, you get like yeah, Abbott Costello. So I was like, I thought he was pretty cool on there, Lupe. Here's another controversy. He said, "Um, Bone Crusher put the Atlanta sound on the map." Like that's interesting. You think about that? I ain't never scared. That was um. That record was huge, yeah. It was. <laughs> and after that, that's when um Ti and all of those guys and that Jeezy like that they started blowing up after that. So um, mm-hmm. I'm like that's fair because one like Never Scared was what oh three something like that. I want to say yeah, that was like near the end of my college oh, days because I remember oh, we joked. We said we were gonna roll up. Ti wasn't that popular in 03 and like and Jeezy no, wasn't no, out. four like. Oh, four yeah. is when he really started riding. Yeah, that's started. when he really popped. But Ti, he mm-hmm. really wasn't. He was all right in 03. Yeah, because 24 just came out around that time, but he really wasn't. Mm-hmm. 
It really wasn't, yeah. But then when uh, oh, remember Bandman, Wild is the Taliban when that came out, then it's like okay. He said, um, he, t- he talked about Planned Parenthood, um, but and the whole, um, you know, like basically, like it was, in which like people have said all o- over and over that it was a plot to like kill black babies. Like I've heard that many a time. Like from the lady that started, even they said she was a racist, and like that's why, um, the whole Planned Parenthood. He talked on that. Remember he, um, when he was talking about, um, about with Kim and like, um. Abort? Did did she abort, or she wanted to abort? No, they that one, but North, she almost aborted North. Yeah, they were talking because he said that they were just a they like they weren't in a relationship relationship per se. They were just really kind of dating, kind of together, but not really. And mm-hmm. the pregnancy was unplanned, basically. So it's like we're not together like that. Do we want to have this baby? Like, what are we doing? And he said she had considered doing, it, but then she. Decide against it. Yeah. Then a thing they do on drink camps, they do the um either or like when they ask you um you like um Jay Z or Nas and shit yeah and you gotta if you say um you gotta pick one of them if you say both or neither you gotta take a shot that's what they have but yeah so you, you say both then yeah that's why you gotta shot, make a decision shot, yeah shot, you gotta shot, take a shot, 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 shot. so like one he likes went um hard on his ass and like comment or to live quality you know like they both like early in his career okay, yeah. And they both were on um hit them high. Hit them high, yeah. Early in his career, they were both influential. And um, here's what's interesting. He said Common is a thousand times better than Kwali. He kind of buried Kwali in this day. I don't know what happened with them, but I guess him and Ye and Kwali ain't tight. No okay, more. I was expecting to go the other way, but uh, not not saying that Common, uh, like I said, because I would have picked Common too, because sh- Chicago, we we ride with Chicago. Chicago, and we I ride thought, with um, And I would have thought because most people, the average, like, Backpack probably say Kwali, yeah. Kwali, that's why I thought I thought Kanye was going to say Talia because you know how people be like, Well, Talia is a lyricist, and do, 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 do. And I, and I thought he was going to do that. I was like, I hope he says comment and not. And when he said, oh, he, he said, said it a thousand, thousand times, times, I'm like, I'm in a thousand times better than Kwali. <laughs> he said, yeah. I never liked the way you Kwali rapped and all of it. <laughs> He said, Mom, and most people would rather be me than Kwali. So I want, he said, like, ask the average person, they'd rather be yay than Kwali. So, yeah. so he kind of shit it all over Kwali. I was like, Yeah, it's clearly something <laughs> happened between were, them. Because um, Kwali was the first cat to take him on tour, like before Kanye was on. When Kanye yeah. was trying to get on, and then he took him on tour with him, like O2 ish or something like that. Yeah. Right. I don't know what happened in the last 20 years, but I guess they don't fuck with each other now. <laughs> Whatever happened, his yay shitted all over Kwali in this thing. <laughs> and then um, he said one thing he didn't um, with Common. He said he don't like the way Common capes for the Democrats. And we're going to talk a little bit more about politics. I don't know if you saw these blurbs and shit, but he oh, was going, going hard on a couple of cats as far as that. Yeah. I didn't see the blurbs <laughs> about Common, he didn't be He didn't bury him like he did a couple of other guys. I'm going to get to in a minute. <laughs> well, Common did do Selma. He wanted to go Oscar for Selma, so maybe that's maybe it started seeping in at that point. He said um, his mom's job, but um, yeah, I said like because his mom chose um, money over family, basically. So you mentioned with Donna when um, she took the job at, C- at Chicago State University. At Chicago State, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what um she moved her and Kanye to Chicago then, like, during that season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so her mom separated me from my dad. Yeah, you never hear about Kanye's dad. Think about that. Mm-hmm. All you hear about is Don. Because what was he born? He was born where? Kanye was born in Atlanta. He moved to Chicago. When he was okay, there. that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. They right. asked him, Big Sean or Pusha T was one another one, the um, either or. He said, um, I'm going to say this right now. Big Sean is the worst signing I ever did. <laughs> so that's one of the cats he's shitting all over is Big Sean. <laughs> I was going to say, I like ass, 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 ass. Your legacy is ass, 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 ass. I like song. Now make that motherfucker have a child. Here's why you don't like Sean, I think, because... um. When Kanye started, you know, wearing the red hat and was running for president, Sean was one of them cast that shitted on him. And you know, Sean said, I don't fuck don't with you. you. <laughs> you little stupid ass bitch. I ain't fucking with you. With you. He said it about yeah. He said so basically. So he still got beef with Sean, and he said, um, 
The other one that um Cape Form like we really shitting on another cat from early in his career, John Legend. And I was like, I definitely see John Legend. Um, because John Legend is um well, is definitely part of that as part Kwame, of it. As Kwame part of it would say, part of that go along, get along game. <laughs> part of it is his wife, because his wife is very opinionated and she's very outspoken and she Yeah, she's um definitely had actually are having an influence on him about shit mm-hmm. like that, about politics and Kanye and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because she'd be, she'd be, and he just be, sometimes he needs to just tell her, baby, get off of Twitter. <laughs> he just needs to tell her, get off of Twitter, baby. Like, just, just get off. <laughs> like, you know, your chick is mouthy. You know that she, like, just, babe, let's go take a walk. I like, either, just. <laughs> I got either or a personal one. Um, Chrissy Teigen or Aisha Curry was one you like least. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say too much to me, but I, we'll move on. I'm not, Chrissy. I'm, not, I'm not answering that. I'm moving on. I say Chrissy for me. I say, I'll answer <laughs> answering that shit yeah <laughs> so i don't want to shit on them women but um <laughs> he said both um big sean and john legend um basically like shit on him for like um to to, to, to once again to cape for the democrats like yeah he said um and kamala who ain't we ain't seen since the election which is a point like yeah i can't name anything kamala has done since um since election day but last thing good, I remember, but- last time i saw her was <laughs> Well, she was taking the oath. Like, I don't remember anything she's done since then. <laughs> but to be fair, it's like, she's the vice president. The vice president really doesn't have real power. Not saying they don't have power, but you know what I mean. It's like, the vice president is kind of like, in case the president... Well, he was president talking about how hard Black folks went. He's like, um, yeah. he said Black women voted like 95% for the Democrats. Yeah. And you ain't... Mm-hmm. Seen this. Well, you know, like Kanye. You know Kanye. Yeah. Like, but like, that's to be fair, it's like, uh, when, like, did we see Mike Pence? <laughs> like when we saw Trump, we didn't see Mike Pence. We didn't see him. Except important. with the fly on his head, we didn't see him. I'm just saying, like the vice president doesn't have the power that you think that they have. Basically, is what I'm saying. Like if you look at politics, the vice president is kind of like the ornamental. Sometimes they are. <laughs> but he had a point too. <laughs> yeah, I said to be fair. I'm like to be fair. You know, they do think that the president doesn't want to touch. Basically, it's like, hey. Go, go to, I don't want to be over here. Go to this ribbon cutting thing over there. That's what they basically send them there. For stuff that I'm too busy to do, you go over there and do that. That's basically what they do. Here's another <laughs> um, either or they asked them. Um, it says, as far as just CEOs, like not talking about anything else, the Dan Ash okay. or Jay is like, which one is like as far as CEOs? You know who we said? Dang. Dash, yeah. Dash did put him on. Yeah. He said, mm-hmm. um, basically, um, Jay said, I'm a combination of um, Dame Dash and Jay Z. He said himself, was that? so I'm like Dame Dash with money, basically. Like, I took so, the best parts of both of them and put the best parts, yeah, because he got mm-hmm. um, Dash's hustle and then as as an artist, like Jay is like, so I could definitely mm-hmm. see like, um, combine those two. Mm-hmm. He said, um, he owes Beanie Seagulls, he's got he got to throw him some money because Beanie came up with the name Yeezy. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. so um. Okay. So, yeah, definitely give so, me so, so B Seagulls listen to Drink Champs like that's what he said. Like said, oh, he's like he was like, I'm definitely gonna hear from him now. <laughs> yeah, he said, I have been trying to get at him before. Well, I said, I know I'm definitely gonna hear from him now. <laughs> you know, he's probably drawing the papers. If he hasn't went to an attorney, yeah, he's probably drawing up papers like, see, evidence here. Mm-hmm. I'm over 20 million dollars. <laughs> give me 20 million dollars. Now, cats, he said that Jeff Blaze was a ripoff of him. I was like, I can see oh. that. <laughs> the Jeff Blaze sound was the Kanye sound. The Kanye sound came first, then the Jeff Blaze sound. I can see that. I can see mm-hmm. that. Like, especially that Kanye sound from that era, the early, early 2000s. It's Kanye up. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Blaze like did kind of rip that off. I'm like, I could see mm-hmm. that definitely. Um, let's see. Oh, and the most controversial shit. Like, we ready to go there? Let's oh, go. Boy. There. You no, know, Kanye is always gonna say something about slavery and all that shit. It's like, <laughs> if you ain't heard it, you about to hear it now. Lord, he said, um, Lord, let me prepare myself. Let me. Black, let me. He said, Black Twitter, get ready to cancel me. Like he was like, yeah. he said, um, cancel Black History Month. Focus on Black future is what he was saying. No, yeah. So that's what he said. Why is us Black people? We always talking about the fire hoses and slavery and all of that. We always talk about the pain. It's like, why can't we talk about where we're going? It's like, and why does Black history start with slavery? He said, why don't we talk about when we were kings and queens in Africa? So he did say that. That part I do agree with. But why, My thing why, is. 
my we thing is always um, the um the slave ships in 1619 he said that's where black is my thing is um you can find beauty and stuff because it is a lot of stories that haven't been told like we still have yet to see a black wall street i want to see a movie documentary i want to see something about black wall street Sometime within the next 10, 15 years. I want to see something within the next 10, 15 years. I want to see it. Years ago, I think it was... Um, I want to see it. I think it was Charlemagne. I forget which interview. It might have been when he was sat out with Charlemagne in Wyoming. I think it mm-hmm. might have been that one. When, he, when they were talking about, you know, the Harriet Tubman $20 bill, which like that... Yeah. How long that been on the docket for years? I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but yeah. he's been talking about that shit for like 10 years at least. Yeah, so... Uh, mm-hmm. So um, he said, uh, why is it always, why are we always black people in slavery? Like, why, he said, why can't you put somebody like, like Jordan on the $20 bill? Why does that have to be Harriet Tubman? He's like, he's like, yeah, this is years well, ago. They, that, that well, they typically put people who have died on a bill. So there's that. <laughs> um, it's, it's called dead presidents to be like, it's dead presidents. Dead is the operative word. Not, I got one. Why not Martin Luther King? <laughs> okay. Okay. That's my Okay, okay. I, I can G. I can G. That's an odd line. That's not a yay. Okay, line. That's okay. Line. But my thing is, um, always comes back to slavery. He didn't like. And then also with that, um, the other thing is like, uh, I forget the name of it now, but it was like this black family that owned, like, it was like a beach in California. They own like a resort type thing, and like racist, and basically, like they basically stole their land for them, took it, and then basically now, it's like they're just now getting like a. Oh yeah, we fucked up. I think they're like they're descendants. They're trying to get them like um, restitution, or so they're trying to do something like now to like make it right. And this happened like in the twenties or thirties. This happened like a hundred years ago. So my thing is, I think that showing a history, as far as like show your history what you know. I say don't don't be like don't dwell on like the negativity, but show that hey, we ain't going back to this. This ain't like this. But another thing to show out of. Uh, what I do like about a history of that, you saw in Black Wall Street, we were bankers. We had our land. We were entrepreneurs. We had all this beauty. And to show that, like, if you can do that beauty in Jim Crow South and do all that then. I guess that's what he's saying. Look what, look what you can do now. Like they, they had. They why had, can't Black people worry more about, yeah, the future. They had all type. My thing is they had all type of obstacles. Again, not saying we don't have obstacles now. You know what I'm saying. But they had all they, type they of had stuff. Obstacles they had all type of obstacles back then. And they still were able to rise above all that. Like all the stuff that Black people invent. They were able to rise above and to create all this amazing stuff. And then it's focused. I said, that's the stuff I want to focus on in history. I want to focus on that. Not the, not the year we're in change. Not that. I'm talking about focusing on the excellence. Like showing that. We rose above that and we accomplished stuff. So imagine what we can do now. Like now that we have where we can move around better, look what we can accomplish now. That's what my focus, that's more like where I'm focused at, mm-hmm. is that. Well, check it out, um, Dream Champion. I'm going to check it out if I can. <laughs> podcast, just like um, our podcast. Yeah, listen to it in parts if you have to. Like I said, it's about two hours. I listened while I was driving. That's why I was able to, yeah. I was in that makes car. sense, yeah. Yeah, because you got my drive. your car. I was like, I'm gonna listen to some. Yeah, and then when I get that, mm-hmm. then when I get back in, I put it back on. Just so I was like, yes, mm-hmm. so I was able to listen to the whole thing while I was out. There. I might do that so because, like, uh, sometimes I have to drive car for work sometimes. Yeah, so if I'm like on an hour commute, if I'm on an hour commute for work, then I might do that. Yeah, I might do that then. Wherever you get mm-hmm. all the stuff we shout out to the end of our podcast, you can find it. The the drink champ says the same way. Yeah, how we shout mm-hmm. out how you find us. It's like yeah. Find mm-hmm. us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, tune in. So you know how we do that. Yeah, how we drop it. Yeah, I'm saying, go ahead. Well, Mr. West, you definitely made a <laughs> you made a statement, Mr. West. Is he still Mr. West, or does he just is he just he says he's now? He's gay now. <laughs> okay, so he's on his Prince shit basically now. <laughs> Prince became a symbol. Talked a little bit about Prince. Yeah, he said. um the song Jail he got from Prince. I was like, it does sound like a Prince song. You know, the guess who's going to jail tonight. You know, um, the is mm-hmm. the first track on the Dundal. Yeah, first song. Okay. Yeah. Like, I can see um, it does have a little Prince vibe. I could definitely see Prince. And then they're both they're both Gemini. So he talked about he was talking about yeah. like the best <laughs> the best goats are Gemini. <laughs> Most of the goats are Gemini. I guess he made Prince Tupac himself. With the exception of Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson was a Virgo. So 
And that's one he took a shot for because they asked him, like, Prince or Michael Jackson, say, yeah, I'm going to take a shot. I'm not choosing. That <laughs> he has to take a shot for that one. <laughs> like, that is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, like, that is one, like, ah. Uh, Purple Rain Thriller is like, ah. Uh, <laughs> you can never I always give my, I always give my same answer. Um, Michael Michael Jackson um, go as far as performers. Prince go as far as music. Musician. Musician. Straight but nobody straight. fucking with Prince uh, musician-wise, and nobody fucking with Prince musically. Mm. No one. <laughs> Dead or alive, no one's fucking with Prince musically. No one. And you could quote me on that mm. all day. That's where I said that. And then go as far as entertaining. Yeah, Michael Jackson go to all day. Anybody who can put on a jacket and a hat and a glove and then do this and have the audience just go crazy. Mm. Yeah, it's a goat to me. So. Hey. He would just get it and just put the jacket. He wouldn't even say that. He would just get the jacket, get the glove. The coolest thing was um you saw when he performed at the Super Bowl, was it 92 or something like that? Whatever year that was, two or three. Yeah. Three, he, I think. Um he just pops out of the ground and then he's just standing there like, like this. For about like two or three minutes, and the crowd's just going crazy. <laughs> and then when he goes a uh, and they just moved one time. They go even louder. Like, Michael Jackson's the only one that could do that shit. I just stand there like a statue for, like, two minutes. And then, like, just turn his head. And then they go, they get even fucking louder. I said, I was in, I felt the Michael Jackson energy at the VT Awards. Mm-hmm. Grown men reduced to tears. I saw that shit. Uh-huh. Michael! Like, uh-huh. men and shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Your girl be doing the pose now. Beyonce be doing the pose. She be standing doing the pose. Yeah. And she got it from Mike. She learned from the best. Because Beyonce just stands there and then the wind, the fan be blowing. Her hair is just flowing. She's like, Beyonce is the greatest performer today. Like, I'll say, yeah. I'll and she just posed there. And then the audience is, ah, the beehive is, ah. Like that. All right, let's move on to a story. I don't know if you heard about this one as we wrap up. Yay. Very interesting drink champs. Check it out. We talked almost as long as the interview. Our, our, our podcast is almost as long as that. We over we well over 30 minutes in. And all we talked about was kind of hey. well, it was a two probably could have got a whole hour just on yeah, that. our credit. It was a two-hour podcast, so we had to we had delve to, into it. it. A lot, yeah. We had to dissect it. So, all right, I'm gonna share this one. Um, a story. I don't know if you heard this. This is gonna hurt your feelings because you're very you're a fan of this one. Here we go. Uh, looks like um, no. It's a lot of um. It's nothing um confirmed, but um, you know, people pay attention to what's going on. So let's read through with this. Yeah. No. Yeah. It said, according to one insider um, who parted with Megan, like she was not wearing her ring. And then she was, you know, Halloween. She was dressed very sexy during that. So, yeah. And basically, and Mayor Good, Megan Good's body's on point. 40, like, child for the women who are over 40, 40 and over with banging by 40 and over. It said Devon was in a whole nother city, like when this was going on. So, yeah. So, so she was in Los Angeles. He was in Atlanta during Halloween. Damn. Yeah. And she said she's and then, not. And then you're at a party, like, and she's like I mean, single. Like, yeah, she's like yeah, dressed. It's one thing if you take like your rain while you're cooking or whatever, but yeah. you're not going to a party without that. You better have this on when you go to your party. You're not without going that, to and you're dressed, you're scantily clad too. Is like, yeah, it's a lot going on. Mm. Here's what I think, like my theory about mm-hmm. that. For those that don't, my listener didn't see, like uh, Megan Good and her husband Devon Franklin. Um, who's um, is he a director? I know he's a pastor, but I know he's some kind of um. Some kind of a position in Hollywood. He's in film because they met on the set of um the director of Jump in the Broom. They met on Jump in the Broom. That's how they met. They met on Jump in the Broom. He's mm-hmm. a product, a director or a producer or something like he that. He was something, yeah. Behind the scenes. And um and he's a pastor as well, too. So it looks right. like, yeah, like this, things aren't going good. Here's well my theory of that. What happened is um Megan Good, um, no offense, like she's um a certain type of woman, and um, she tried to adapt to his lifestyle, but in the end, like you go, you're gonna be who you are. You can't mm-hmm. fake it forever and shit, like, and that's uh, no no shade at Megan, but um, she's um, as, they, as, the, as the kids say, like she's kind of for the streets, like she's like how <laughs> she was before she got with dude, is like she's kind of. And, and that crowd is very you can, fake it a, you can fake it long enough, but yeah. Mm-hmm. 
eventually you're gonna be who you are who you are at the end of the day and that that, and that crowd is very judgmental they can be very judgmental because what i remember like said 40 years old like yeah you you could relate to that yeah yeah not ugly he's a very yeah we're the same age me and megan but i remember one time in particular i think it was like the bt it was some awards show i want to say bt and like she was coming out to present best gospel album or something. I think her and Lala. I think it may have been her and Lala. I oh, want to say. What a combination. <laughs> I think it was Lala. I think it may have been Lala. She came out and presented for best uh, I'm gonna think like a man. Fucking <laughs> that's what they were besties in that. Remember that? <laughs> mm-hmm. And when she came out, Megan had on a tight dress and like it was like low cut and like you know, the breasts now she's were Megan, up. like she's not ugly, like big ass. Yeah, the breasts were up and and the church crowd just went. They just. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to even ask what Lala was wearing, but continue. <laughs> she was just wearing something like you know, like a regular like um. Yeah, it wasn't like Stanley. Yeah. Yeah, but it was like a regular, you know, maybe like a like a one shoulder, like you know, but it was like you know, like the regular evening of uh, red carpet gown, like that, like the regular red carpet one, gown. Like, 40 is mm-hmm. she's almost 40 as well. I know. Yeah, so yeah. She's around 40. I think she turns 40 this year 40, coming up. I think she'll 40, be 40. 40 yeah, 40. she's like 39. Yeah. Her and Megan are around the same age. Yeah, they're like 40. Yeah, they're like 40-year-old ladies. Attractive 40-year-old women. Yeah. And yeah, so like the church part, they were just being just so judgmental. And then um, even at one of um Javon's things or whatever, when they were trying to talk and they were trying, but and you're white, like they one of the people, like they said, one of his sermon whatever it was like it's an event that he was having and he had to basically put the person in their place like you're not going to disrespect my wife and be like she needs to and she needs to show this and she needs to be more you know like they were just going in about her and just saying that she doesn't carry herself well and, this a lot and, of that that and to her eventually i used to see like that one that just that judgmental stuff it's like that church crowd's a motherfucker you remember the clark yeah. sisters when they performed at the grammys Mm-hmm. They're fully covered with like gowns down to their ankles, basically. Yeah, but that church crowd because it was it was a secular event. Should they bomb? They talk shit about. Cause I watched their unsung. Shout out on um, TV ones unsung. Yeah, and they had the, the Clark sisters episode. They talked about that. And the, I think what really got them is because the old lady was up there, like she was the music director of the of the Church of God in Christ. Basically, mm-hmm. like, she's like the, the the national music director of the whole church. Yeah. And she was on stage playing mm-hmm. with her daughter. She's like, yeah. So that's why, yeah. It was like the, the Clark sisters. And she was like playing the piano with her daughters up there. And that's mm-hmm. probably what it was when they saw her up there. Like, how dare you? Yeah. And so, yeah, they they basically buried the Clark sisters for that performance. But they did a gospel song. They were like fully covered. All of them had they they, they gowns like uh, down to the ankles. You know, like, down to the ankle. They probably had. Only skin you to, see is your face. Yeah. They probably yeah. had up to here. They probably had a turtleneck looking yeah. like. um. Looking like what's it, Laura Ingalls? Yeah. What's that, Little House in the Prairie? You looking like yeah. that, probably. Yeah, looking like Eve's like, like that. Yeah, like arms. Laura probably. Ingalls, yeah. right? Laura Ingalls, yeah. looking yeah. like I that. Watch, I was like, this is what the church crowd was having a fit over. I think it's because the old lady was on stage with him, and like, yeah, how dare you're the national director, of the Church of God in Christ? Why are you doing at the Grammys? It was that kind of shit, probably. Yeah. That's what. But that church crowd is a motherfucker. <laughs> they I'm are saying. like very <laughs> judgmental, very, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and then the other thing is, is that uh, I know Megan, like I said, I don't know if they were having some complications, but I know that Megan wanted to explore the option of becoming a mom. Like that, that came up that, you know, mm-hmm. about her when, so, you know, like that's not something yeah, that, cause you know, when you do, women, especially women get a certain age, they really when you get a certain age. And then if you've been married for so long, like if you've been married for at least three, four years. If you've been married at least that long and you of a certain age, you ain't kids. You know, people say, you don't want no kids. People start being nosy and asking you, but it's like, I don't know if um if she had some complications. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't know I, if it was that. Have kids, if it was fertility issues or mm-hmm. they just didn't want them. I don't know like what happened with that. Yeah, but. but she did say that she wanted sex, but that wasn't completely... That wasn't like out of it. I'm pretty sure he wanted kids, especially if he's um, if you're um, you typically if you're religious, like because that's in the Bible, yeah. Be oh yeah, be fruitful and multiply. So like, typically married folks like want to have some kids. It's like yeah, like to, if you're like a and our grand and our granddad was a preacher and he had eight, so <laughs> they had eight. Most most, most pastors <laughs> will have big families. Like, they, they have big ass families. Like I said, they, they had eight. My grandparents. This is Mr. Fire kind of guy. So you know what I'm saying like, yeah, a lot. 
Most religious folks had huge families like that. Huge families, huge. I tip my hat to that. Two was it for me. I tip my hat. <laughs> oh, you did your part. You, you multiply. You were fruitful and multiply. I multiply. I got my two. Oh, yeah. It didn't say how many times. It didn't say it, God didn't say how many times. He just said be fruitful and multiply. Girl, it how many times too? Yeah. <laughs> girl, boy, girl, boy. I got my pair. <laughs> Yeah, my parents can't come after you. You did your part. <laughs> <laughs> so me, on the other hand, that's a whole other <laughs> Then again, it's like you don't come after me, it's a lot, a whole lot more other things you come after me for. <laughs> I got the church community got mad beef with me, but <laughs> get canceled like Kanye after this podcast. See the drink, <laughs> see the drink I just took of that. <laughs> But I'm rooting for them. Hopefully, this is just um because some couples um they pull out of it, like they start taking a nose dive, but they pull it back up. Like maybe yeah, like, like uh maybe like rest in peace, Kobe and um Vanessa worked yeah, it out. Yeah. They had filed. They, they filed. <laughs> they had filed in papers, so they he was out of there. She was. It was like Mr. Drama. It was getting real in this bitch. Like shout out, funny or die. It was about to. Get they real. were about to pull. They were about to uh, prepare to um divide assets, and then um. They just made a 180, and next thing I knew, then she was pregnant again. Like she was on the carpet with the, her butt bouncing. Oh, okay. All right, okay. Another baby. Then they had another baby. I'm like, okay. So maybe they worked maybe, it out. Maybe Megan and Devon can pull out of this. Yeah. She still has Franklin on her social media. I was checking, you know, I'm, I'm nosy. Yeah. So it still says Megan Good Franklin. It still has her married name on her social media. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a that's a good sign. That, is she following I mean, him? Is she still following him? Hmm. Plus, I didn't check that yet. <laughs> but I did, like, I checked. Just say I saw one of my friends. Um, she unfortunately dropped her married last name on her mm-hmm. social media. When I saw her married last name was gone, I was like, oh. When you see that man, but you see that name go back on, I was like, Going back to Kanye, um, Kim's social media still says Kim Kardashian West. So yeah, so that's something. Okay. <laughs> even though lately she's been seen with Pete Davidson, I don't even know what I want to talk about. But uh, they've been okay. um, they've been real comfortable lately. I, yeah, I saw that. I saw them holding hands and yeah, they've been um real cozy. They went out to and, dinner. They've been real cozy. And lately. here's my thing: they rolled, uh, they rolled a roller closer together, together. So they yeah, she was she was like ah, like that, like leaning into him and. Um, but my thing is, I guess Pete Davidson, he's like, he's like, the, he's the whisperer. He's a charming motherfucker. That's what I'm giving. <laughs> like, I no offense. I want to no say, he, um, I think he met Ariana Grande on the set of SNL. Because she was on sure SNL, that's, yeah. I'm pretty sure well, that's no, no offense, no offense, ladies. Like, I'm not calling us this, but Pete Davidson is the bad bitch whisperer. That's what he is. Like, he just. He just knows how to get bad sticks. He just Davidson is like um he knows how to do it. He's the white Joe and shit, basically. You know Joe the same. I wanna know what turns you on that Joe. That dude, like, yeah, like I do them for you. Sorry, you're going through something with your man, but um if you want to talk about it up here, that's Pete Davidson. (laughs) (laughs) You know why I call those guys? I call them Justins. He's Justin K. Like every every girl knows a Justin. Like yeah, okay, we we we're real good friends. But you and your man start having problems. Aw, yeah, y'all having problems? He's such a fool. Just to talk. If you just want to talk, yeah, yeah I'm just, here to talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to talk. That's all. That's who he's Davis. I don't call it Joe's too poor Black Widow. He pulled the ultimate. That's another one. But yeah, that's a whole nother one. <laughs> <laughs> they got a baby too now, yes. <laughs> but hey, uh, and that's uh, the other thing. Funny guys get like women like a sense of humor. Yeah. So get, get funny, dude. That's why I say, like, if you're not the most attractive, whatever, like, you know, work on your comedy routine and you can pull some chicks. I, I, I'll um I'll be transparent now. I was trying to get on SNL at one point. And that's when I was like enrolled in Second City, and which is um, like- which is like said, Second City is like a um a feeder for SNL, like so it many is. folks have ended up. Dan Aykroyd went there. Um, yeah. um, Tara Ramis. Like so many of mm-hmm. them that are um, SNL, um, uh, our Second City alums, like so mm-hmm. many. But um, yeah, that's, um, I try, yeah, because I was there and I was, you would look at the Wall of Fame and see all those names, like I'm going to be up there one day. Mm-hmm. 
I'll try to like do the essay, but yeah, it didn't work out. Didn't work out. <laughs> Kevin Hart didn't even make it. What chance did that make? Kevin Hart auditioned like four times. I think he got to, he never made it. It's so many mm-hmm. names that did get turned down from that show too. Um, Robert Townsend didn't make it because um at the time that yeah because here's what happened with Robert. They had the one black guy already. He yeah. about in Hollywood shuffle. So. <laughs> Because, one black um, guy he applied to say he was auditioning the same year eddie murphy auditioned mm-hmm. obviously eddie was winning that one eddie's the fucking man. So we, we we got we got one black guy we got our black guy yeah so townsend um Sorry. bitter at that and ironically um <laughs> guess who the director for um eddie murphy raw was raw was robert townsend, townsend. Yeah, so i was watching a documentary about that yeah. shout netflix well they need us i was watching that uh, that series they need us yeah what is what what series I didn't see? What's the series? Um, they sorry, they've gotta have us. That's what it's called. What's they've it? gotta have us on what? Netflix. Okay, what it was that they basically talking about like it started uh, talking about um like basically like the black excellence, like it showed um like oh, Diane yeah. Carroll was on there, stuff like that. Well, they had a um, Robert Townsend episode, I'm assuming. Yeah, they had Robert Townsend like basically showing how he basically started the he opened the door for like the black director to do like they, to tell our stories. To tell our story the way we would the way our story. Those guys before him, he was the first to do it the way he did. The way he did it, right? The way that if he you want like your story told. Yeah, and guys like that. But like he mm-hmm. was like the one that did it the way he did. So yeah. Yeah. Because he did with no money from yeah. a big thing. He did it all on his own. Like no money from like Columbia, no money from and, um, Universal, no money. <laughs> I guess who the guy that put him on. Um, we go, yeah, now we're going down a history lesson. Shout out, mm-hmm. um, Shout out Eric Monty for putting him on. He yeah. Cool yeah. yeah. Another unsung hero that doesn't get his props. So Eric Monty. He, had, um, he nope. didn't even get credit nope. in Cooley High. I got yeah. cheese on my team. Yeah, one line was uncredited. Yeah. That's um, Cooley High. I got cheese on my team. Based on the life of Eric Monty about growing up in Cabrini in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He, the Preach character is based on Eric Monty. He wants to be a writer. Like, yeah. There's like. Mm-hmm. And like, and basically, it was the idea from what's happening ended up they they ripped off Eric Monty. Mm-hmm. Everybody ripped off Eric Monty. Like, yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing about like I said, give that man his flowers. Yeah, yeah he needs his flowers. And he needs his flowers. Him, him, and um, him and the original Lionel are the co-creators of Good Times. Yeah, mm. yeah, Eric Monty and Mike Evans, which is why the youngest son on Good Times his name is Michael Evans. Michael yeah. Evans yeah. That was the original Lionel. Yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink in there, right? One of the characters after himself, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once he had grown up in the projects in Chicago, Eric Monty, he's like, yeah. Grew up in the projects in Chicago. And then when Eric Monty, like, he was, like, from the hood in Chicago, he, like, he hitchhiked out to L.A., like, um, to, uh, and hustled his way onto the set of All in the Family. Like, yeah, he was with a, a, a sorry, yeah. Where he had like twenty dollars, whatever he had like to his that, name, yeah. something like that, whatever. One of the, the ideas he pitched like for um Mike Evans' character was like he said, let's um what if um what if his family moves in next door to Archie and either black family, you know, races Archie, like he had black Jefferson's. hair, which is mm-hmm. George Louis. So like so Eric Monty really created Jefferson's good times and what's happening. Basically, like he give had, that man his flowers. Give that man his flowers. <laughs> like he, he uh-huh. basically created all the all the black the um, black shows in the 70s were created by him basically right he basically created the black mcu of uh the dormant lear stuff basically <laughs> you're good man and and he's side town that's why i want to give him his flowers that shout out cabrini <laughs> <laughs> which is now uh high price condos now like <laughs> that's where it it's old town now high price condos right, right, right. in old town that old, that, old, that old town road now. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about his ass. <laughs> Definitely not going to talk about his ass. Uh, but um, on a sad note, we got to talk about this. I know you heard about this right now. This um, I think I know where you're going. I don't want to blur it out, but let me see. Is it T S? Yeah, I said T S. Travis Scott was gonna say yeah. Eight dead, um, <laughs> hundreds injured. Because of um, what I compared it to was like a um, a more a bigger version. Um, it's like E two, but at a festival. Mm. They said people got trampled. Is like the way. Oh my gosh! Like um, like I don't know what happened, but it's like um, I'm reading the description now. Um, which uh, it's like it says like fifty thousand people that were in attendance. They say fifty thousand people. Damn, that's a lot of people. So as soon as he jumped on stage, it was like the energy took over and everything went haywire. That's what one of um, the people at the concert was saying. Oh All of a sudden, you got ribs being crushed. You have somebody's arm in your neck. You're trying to breathe, but you can't. So it's crazy. 
Said somebody people as young as 14 died. It's crazy. Oh my god. 14, yeah. The age and that's amazing because you think about like I I was 16 when I went to my first concert. Yeah. So like you're like thinking like, okay, yeah, it's my first concert. Yeah, you're excited. You might be a favorite artist. You're right. like, yeah, we're we going to see Travis this Friday. Yeah. Because yeah, I think he's more so um because I know some people in my generation, like I said, us as you call us, us old ass millennials. Mm-hmm. You know, as you call us, like I saw some people in my time saying, like, I have no idea who this even is. And I'm like, right he's, he, he's not really for our generation, not being funny. I mean, I know, uh, what's that song? Skywalker. Is that the name of it? Skywalker. I think, I think that's the name of it. Skywalker. I, I know like a couple of his stuff, but I don't he really know. It probably him. was Antidote. That's what, yeah. Don't you open up that window. I know that one. He's in an Antidote. Like, that's, that was his I know that movie. one. I know that one too. So I mean, I know like a couple of songs of his, but I saw people. I don't even know who this is, and it's like, but this is like, like he wasn't for our generation. Basically, he's not. Kanye talked about before that tragedy happened, but he talked. He said Travis is part Yay, part um Kid Cudi, and part French Montana. He completely. He's like, he's like, probably, yeah, he's a combination of us three. Yes, that's what he said, Travis. Well, <laughs> and he's with Kylie, so that makes sense. Yeah, so he's <laughs> with Kardashian, Kardashian slash Jenner. He's with Kylie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was Travis. When I saw this, and I was like, I, I thought I the E2 tragedies from 03 that those that don't know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. people got crushed to death in there. And that's was it 20 some people died? 21 on people got crushed to death in that, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that building is that yeah, building is still there. Still vacant. Because I pass it when I drive to work. When I have to go and, to work, and I it's still it. vacant. Yeah, it's, it's still, still vacant. There. They need to just tear it down. No one's ever going to buy that. They need yeah. to tear it down. Yeah, I would open up in there because the the souls, the souls. are still there. It's like yeah, you know, I'll, black people. Yeah. We don't play with spirits. We don't because I feel like it's just unrest. Like I feel like, I mean, I'm not superstitious or but I feel like if you did bring a paranormal person in there. It would be a lot of activity. I feel like if you go in there and you let someone go in and part do of their- the party is still going on. Basically, yeah, just it's just um not with the living. A lot of people right. that died there probably their souls are still there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, I know V Dub was the DJ that night. DJ V Dub. So was, I'm, I'm, I wasn't there that night, but uh, I did go to that night before. Like it was um Sunday night at E2. Mm. So and I've been because Sam Silk was the host of that. So I had been to that night several times before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Sam was there when that happened. He, you know, the host be in and out. But I know right. V-Dub was the DJ. I know he was there. V-Dub mm-hmm. was there. And then they had the, after the incident, yeah. And it was like, that's that's um, another tragedy. But that's what I thought of when I saw this. I thought, yeah. and I was like, wow. And it's like, I think it said uh, over 100 people are injured now. So it's just... And I think what just happened is like the way that they're just from what I just read in that description is it's just like people are just so um, Mm -hmm. it's like we're still like you can think about we've been locked away for almost two years. This pandemic has been going on for almost two years. And the World Fest was canceled last year. Remember that? Yeah, he didn't have uh he didn't have it last year because nothing. And mentally. I think mentally we're all drained, we're all fatigued, we're all anxious, like all of us, because we still don't know when the hell is this pandemic going to be over. Like none of us I'm know when it's going to be over. That's my biggest right. question. We how don't did... know. Yeah. I mean, they say now that kids five to eleven, the vaccination they is safe now. They're that, saying that. they approved it now, so they're trying to encourage us to get our kids vaccinated now. That's what they're trying to encourage. His um vax mandate saying that um mm-hmm. like businesses um even private businesses like have over hundred employees like you gotta be vaccinated mm-hmm. or weekly test something like that. I think that's mm-hmm. what it was yeah. And so, then the, uh, the, uh, the only caveat the only caveat that makes you uh, excluded is if you have the religious waiver or if you have the medically because some med- some uh, medical conditions you yeah, can't if you get the have a, you might have an allergy to the vaccine yeah. So, yeah, you would be exempt from that yeah. Yeah, so it's a two waivers, the religious or the medical waiver. You have two waivers that you can get. Like some religions don't even do vaccine. I know like Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So they don't get vaccinated. It's like yeah. certain religions. But that's what I just feel like that's what happened because it's like just that, and I said, we're all just very anxious. We're all very, it's, it's just a lot. So then you finally get like, oh, we're free. Ah! It's like, ah, we're out. You know, it's, it's just kind of like that. And then that's, 
what happened is like, that's why I think you got 50,000 people. I'm sure that even in an outdoor space, 50,000 people, it wasn't enough where like, if you if it's 50,000 people, you still need this much, like arms length between, like you need to be able to put your arms out and not Especially and have that much space Travis between. hits the stage like a big artist like that. What's the first thing you're mm-hmm. gonna do? Just trying to push towards the stage. You're going right towards the stage. Well, it's and like, then... it's like normally you might be fine. Like, hey, we chilling. We got our, yeah. But like mm-hmm. y'all coming again, like, oh, Travis again, you on like start rushing towards the stage. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of times with these festivals, because um at these um outdoor festivals is um is no seating there. So like that can happen. It's not. Whereas mm-hmm. if you go to a concert, it's seating. Unless people just like rest the stage, like just. Right. If you're going to be in your seat or around your seat, at least. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But these venues, like, it's nothing. You just everybody is just like a monster. It's, no ba- it's no barriers. It's no like I said. Like for it to be safer, you do have to like if you can do like this with your even if you can just do like this with your arms. Like just have it like partially. Yeah, you could be like I got a the concert. Like, like, for, yeah. like for example, like Soldier Field. Like I'm sure it was more than fifty thousand people at like on the run, for example, because um, right. That whole that's a huge venue, soldier. Oh, we went to the Donda experience. Yeah. The Donda, yeah, we went there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, it's a huge venue. But with mm-hmm. those, it's like you're gonna be like either in your seat or around your seat. You or around your seat. Yeah. You're gonna be like near your seat. Mm-hmm. You know, like the 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 cheap motherfuckers trying to they they're gonna try to sneak down and they blocking the aisle. But that's the ones they. But people that are like yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's always the people that that bought. Nosebleeds, but then you see them down here trying to. Sneak. And then security is going to be like, "Hey, get your ass back!" Why they have like, yeah, wristband, wristband. wristband. <laughs> you ain't got wristband. a wristband. You can't come down. That's why they start the whole wristband thing. Get People say like, "I got tickets." What I need a wristband for that? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. has tickets, but in order to get down to one hundred, you got to have a. Wristband. At the United and um, at the United Center, they check you like three, four times uh, at the United Center before they let you back in the one hundred level. Like you go out and go to the bathroom, you come back, you have to show your stuff back to. Um, the person standing there because like I just went to the bathroom, but you still have to show like, hey, because you just can't go in the 100 level if you ain't got 100 level tickets at the United Center. You can't. The, um, the suites yeah. as well too at the United Center. The mm-hmm. Yeah, the suites too because we were in the suite. They, they always be like, hey, elevator to that motherfucker. You, you can't they check get, you like four you can't times. Get in the elevator without having that. Without they checked us like four times. Yeah, because they was like, okay. Where's your wrist? Because Marcus and I were like, wrist man. <laughs> they we have met like you the there. person like, going man. in the elevator. They got somebody coming out of the elevator checking. It's like multiple times. Like, yeah, they check you like four times. Like by um by a suite. I think it's another person up there. I remember when you described me, he was like, yeah, you was like, you don't go. You say, it's not the typical. You say, it's like, like, like 4A or whatever, whatever the gate was. It was like an A or B behind it. It wasn't like just the seven, gate four. Gate. 7A. Like, it was like gate 4A, gate 4B, something like that. Because he was like, yeah, go on this gate. And I was like, I've never been in this gate before. Like, oh, this is where the suites are. Okay. No wonder why I never went in it. <laughs> Boy, I bet you up there. But yeah, that's what I think happens. That just the excitement of it I all. Mean, and yeah, just, when you hit the stage, it's like, oh, and then everybody just started rushing. Because they said he kept performing at first. But in his defense, like, um, you can't see what's going on. When you can't see what's going on. He was trying to say like he people are dying. He just kept performing like he didn't know. Yeah, yeah and nobody told him. It's like, hey, like motherfuckers are getting crushed just in the show. Like yeah, nobody. It's fifty. He's a thing about it's fifty thousand. It's a sea of people. It's fifty thousand people. And it looks like people are just partying, like yeah, but they really yeah. like crushed to death. Yeah, it looks and like, then yeah. and then you, you think about like him, I yeah. mean, like you've been on stage before. I've been on stage before and performed. Those lights are bright as hell, and a lot of times you can't even really see the audience. Like I said, lights are bright as hell, but the lights are only on the stage. Like yeah, and and they're on the you can't see the audience nothing. Is black, yeah. The you, audience is black. Like I said, yeah, like from all, all my years, is maybe like the um the first row or two past. You can that. see the first row. Everything else is just silhouettes. Past it's that, just black. Anything, it's yeah. just silhouettes. Mm-hmm. You can't even see. And like I said, and that's like the illusion that they give you because if you are a person where you have some stage fright. They want you to feel like, just pretend like you're on stage by yourself and no one is here to get over your fear of performing. Because it's like, if you think about, I'm performing for 50,000 people. Oh, shit. You know, it might be. That's what they, t- <laughs> oh, shit. That's what they know, told oh, me shit. in radio as well, too, when I first started. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not, a, especially in Chicago, you don't have a million people listening. It's just really you and that microphone. That's all they got. Yeah. Exactly. Think about it like exactly. that in this mic. That's all. Yeah, that's all. I'm, that's I'm it. talking to this mic. I'm not thinking about a million people listening. Just me. A million people me. are listening. Yeah. 
That's what, yeah. That's and what so you I'm perform on stage. Even if you perform in front of 300 people, like that's a lot to some people. 300, like 300, all these eyes looking at you like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, what the hell, you know? But like I said, in his defense, like he probably couldn't see anything. Like I said, those lights are bright as hell, so. And it was at nighttime, so yeah, it's bright yeah. lights and the crowd is dark. You can't see what's going on. Yeah, he couldn't see nothing, so it wasn't I that. And I did criticize that he kept performing, but he he probably didn't know. Like he was. Just, and I did see his statement. Like he feels awful. I saw Kylie's statement. She feels awful. Like, they feel terrible yeah, about yeah, what yeah, happened. Kylie was there. Yeah, because yeah, she was talking about it. like she felt, you know, that the families like you think about a fourteen year old lost their life. That's someone's yeah. baby. That's a baby. So that's a baby. High school. Think about that. Yeah. I'm sure like his first, like his or her, you know, I'm not sure a girl or boy, but their first concert. I'm sure that was their first concert ever at 14. Mm. Like, yeah, I'm going to go. It's my favorite. Mom, dad, please give me tickets. I really well, want to go. Please, Travis, please, please. please. Travis is my favorite artist. Yeah. I've been really good. Like the report cards are coming out now. I got good grades. Right, I'm doing yeah. really well, good. Or they'll say it could have been an early Christmas gift. It's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, Anything. Yeah. Like I said, or report card. Report cards are out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just awful. I mean, like, prayers to all the families affected by it. Like, yeah. When I saw like, that, I hope that, I hope that they do, like, so I hope somebody starts a GoFundMe for the families. So it's like, I, I hope, hope that something. So money raised. Yeah. I, really I hope it's something raised for the families because that definitely, like, you, you don't go to a concert expecting to die. I'm not being yeah, mean never, when I say never that. Never come home, like, yeah. Right. You go to a concert, you just. They said we just went to Donda. What um, we went to Donda months ago, whatever that was. Like we just in yeah, August. Yeah, we went to Donda. Yeah, we just went to and it's a big, it's a big crowd. Like I said, yeah, mm -hmm. we just went to an event. I can't imagine just like something crazy happening. Like yeah, mm -hmm. and we not knew it comes full circle. We are gonna wrap it up with um Donda, some more Kanye. So once again, but thoughts and prayers to those who lost at Astro World Fest to wrap yeah. up. Not another damn podcast. Definitely appreciate you. A lot of stuff we didn't get to, but it's time to wrap. I think we went long enough. Uh -huh. We even talk about Aaron Rodgers and what. <laughs> Listen to the Pat McAfee podcast if you want to hear what Aaron Rodgers had to say. <laughs> Very good. Listen, I also listened to that podcast too. Yeah, <laughs> listen to the Pat McAfee podcast, and we'll leave that alone. Yeah, but definitely appreciate your support. It's <laughs> not another damn podcast. If you want to support us further? I had to, I had to, um, I had to lift it up a little bit because, like, we got down. I had to lift our inner, lift our spirits back up. You want to support us? Lift up, give us a like, lift your thumb, and hit that like button. <laughs> also, subscribe, share, rate, review on all your platforms. I'm talking Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? Hey, girl. Amazon on your Alexa, and you can get at us on YouTube. A little something like there it is. <laughs> and follow me, at Ozman the Wizard, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You know how to reach me. Hey, you can check me out, MSIMA8626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm -hmm. Also, S-C-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter, mm -hmm. S-C-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check mm -hmm. out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> I'm gone.